Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Talk Busy with Lizzie podcast. I'm your host, Lizzie, and I am back at it again with a special guest. Uh, I seem to always say how much, like, how excited I am to share these guest stories, but tr- it's so true. It's very, it comes from a genuine place, I promise, um, because that's just my passion is sharing people's stories. And so when I get to do that, it truly does excite me that you guys get to listen to them. Um, Mags was such an honor it was such an honor to interview her and talk to her. And if you listen to my podcast episode with Abby about passion, who is one of my absolute best friends, uh, talking to Megs felt similar to that. Um, we just, it felt like talking to an old friend and it was the first time actually talking that wasn't over text. So it was really cool and she's great. And I mean, we've been, we text every once in a while. So we did become friends, which is so cool. Um, I love getting to meet new people as I do this podcast, Um, But ultimately, I just love sharing people's stories because I think, like I've said so many times before, sharing people's stories is the way to change the world. So Megs is a graphic designer and photographer uh, who has faced quite a bit of hate online lately. And so this is her story of just standing true to her values, to her beliefs, even in the face of cyberbullying and some really crazy people. So without further ado, let's get into Meg's story. How's your week been? It's been really good. I have been really busy. I had school and then I have two jobs right now. So it's just been really busy, but it's been really good. What about you? Uh, Same. I started classes on Monday because I took a semester off of school. Okay, Um, yeah. I had gone in person all of last year at Liberty University and then yeah my sister uh, went there oh really cool I decided to come home because I live in Washington state so it was really far and really hard and so I came home and then took a semester off and so I started online classes through Liberty um on Monday okay started that's so cool yeah thanks and then I have I have two nanny jobs so it's it's busy (laughs) that's so fun okay wait what part of Washington are you from? And then what are you majoring in at Liberty? Um, I live in like North Seattle area. And then okay. um, I'm majoring in social media marketing. now. That is so cool. My boyfriend's from Tacoma, like Puyallup oh, cool. um, area. So yeah, <laughs> that's like an hour-ish away for me. So okay, that's so cool. Every photo I've seen, it looks like the most beautiful place ever. Like. It's- it's gorgeous I know and like the hikes and everything you can go do that's my my boyfriend and I love to go hiking and stuff so it's really cool that's so fun is is the main place you go hike is it is it Mount Rainier is that or no that's um I'd love to do more at Mount Rainier we haven't done a lot just because it is like a few hours away um okay yeah we do a lot in like Mount Baker area which is only like 30 to 40 minutes from our house okay that's so cool yeah Yeah. um so do you just want to are you good if we just jump right into questions yeah for sure (laughs) perfect uh so my first question is what's your testimony okay so I was thinking about this one because my testimony is very long um I started out believing in God like really young but it wasn't it was more of like the fear when you're young that like you're gonna go to hell if you don't believe in God so it was more so like like reassurance for me to believe in him um and it was never like a real relationship and then I like believed in him all through high school too but I really started struggling with depression like really really hard my sophomore year of high school and so I like I I feel like anyone that's ever struggled with depression like I think you know like it's a very selfish disease and so I just was so clogged in my head with like myself and so focused on myself and just so like consumed by my sadness that I didn't really ever think about God that much like sure I kind of believed in him but it was also like how could you like ever let me suffer this much um and so it was just like a very much like I was so focused on myself and I would think I was so selfish at the time that I just like didn't fully believe in him And then 
I got to my freshman year of college and I went to Savannah's College of Art and Design and I was like a super strong believer freshman year and felt pretty close with him but like then again I still don't really know if I ever had like if it still was ever like as genuine as I thought it was um and then I completely stopped believing in God my sophomore year um it was probably the summer after my freshman year I interned at a church and I just, I also had like become much more liberal at the time and my beliefs were like starting to not align with the Bible anymore. And I just felt like the church didn't represent who Christ was supposed to be. And it just made me so angry at the church. And I was like, this can't be good. Like, I don't believe in any of this. And I just got to a point where I was like, there's no actual evidence for God. Like, I don't, I just don't think he's real. Like there, I don't feel like there's any solid proof. I want to base it off of science and like, look at the facts. So then I spent the next like year and a half or so reading like a ton of books about it and researching and watching videos and all kinds of stuff. And when I was reading the book Case for Christ, like I finally came to the conclusion after reading that book that there's like no way it's not real. Like I was so persuaded by all of the evidence and like the historical documentation of everything that I That's was fully book. back on board. It's have you read it? Yeah. And seen the movie. And like he has a bunch of like videos explaining it too. And they're really oh good. Okay, I'll have to listen to those. I don't think I've listened to like his videos. I've read the book and I I loved the movie. Um, yeah. so it's so well done. Like I would recommend it to anyone, even if you're like I never would ever believe in that. Like, it's just a good quality yeah. movie. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I read that book and I was like, there's no way it's not true. And so at that point, I was in Lacoste, France. SCAD has a campus there. And I had been reading that book and I just kind of been like around so many students. And I just felt like it was such a dark world. Like everybody was so like consumed I don't really know how to say like in another way but everybody was so consumed by liberalism and it's totally fine like people can have their political beliefs like that's not what it was but it was like the way it was all happening and everybody was so incredibly sad and depressed and like I was just seeing the results of living in the world that like all these people that were living in the world claiming it makes them so happy were still so sad and depressed you know and so yeah I like I just like saw all of that happening firsthand and was like this I this just like this can't be how it was ever intended to be and then simultaneously reading the case for Christ so then I like ordered a bible on Amazon um to my campus there and then just like started like I after I just like came to that conclusion in my head I rededicated my life to God and was like I will never go back to like n unbelieving and like I don't know if that's a better way to say that but like not believing um and I just like ever since then like have believed in him so strongly just known there's no way it's not real and I think the main thing that just made me realize that was just like how damaged the world has become and it's just so clear that it couldn't have ever been intended this way by the creator so yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> you sound a lot like me uh <laughs> I relate to that I relate to that <laughs> do you like feel like you saw like just a lot of that I saw some stuff where you'd gone to like pro-life protests or um like marches and different yeah. things that was so cool do you feel like with all of that that like that's kind of what led you to go down that route of things too like yeah. witnessing like okay yeah <laughs> um, yeah, I so I went to the March for Life last year, at like while I was at Liberty, because it, it was in DC. And so, you know, it's like a three hour thing. And Liberty has a ton of pro life stuff on campus. So we got to take a like, they had a ton of people sign up to go together, which was so cool. Um, but I would say a lot of what you were talking about happened to me while I was in high school. So okay. yeah. um, I really got into like, I went I was going to a public high school in Seattle if that gives you any clue to like any all right this makes sense. <laughs> um and so you know they're just everything there is very very liberal and so I understand what you're saying about like it like it's easy to get consumed by that and not that like I'm not trying to bash anybody that like is liberal but it definitely 
I felt like really tore me down because, well, first of all, it very much tore my belief system down that my parents had like built up in me. And then with all the like, just it, it was really hard and didn't really know where I stood on anything. And then um, eventually through actually during COVID is when I started to do, do my research and dig into God's word. Cause I had that time at home where I wasn't really, yeah. you know, being with all these people that were in some ways tearing like me down, not like the people themselves, but like just everything, like everything at the school. Um, and so I got to like reading my Bible and reading all these books and it started to like, actually, I started understanding and being like, okay, this is definitely like real. And, um, one of my favorite ones is the uh, is called forensic faith. Ooh, I've not heard of that. Yeah, is that, that very one? similar to Case for Christ, just like more science science based, I guess. Yes. And, story. and okay. I'd say you'd want to. My brother is getting ready for. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I would say some of his other books are really good because they delve more into like the ideas where forensic faith, like describes why you need the ideas okay yeah, yeah that's so cool I'll have to look into that yeah um my next question is how long have you been doing graphic design and photography okay so for photography I started I want to say my sophomore year of high school um I got I asked for like a camera for Christmas because I like really wanted to get into it all um I'm not like professionally trained I don't have a minor in photography or anything so I don't completely know what I'm doing but I really enjoy it and I love I portrait that. photography yeah I'm like whatever <laughs> um but it's really fun and I just love taking photos of people and trying to make them feel pretty so I love photography um and then with graphic design I think I started doing it like probably my June probably my senior year of high school I think um I first started out making t-shirt designs and different things and they would be based off just like random ideas I would come up with my in my head and I really enjoyed that and I started doing it through a company called Bonfire and so I would yeah it's a really cool company um and so I would post everything like onto my Instagram and just like the links for everything I was selling. And then I designed my packaging and bought it through another company. And then everything would come to my house and I would like drive to people's houses to deliver the sweatshirts and everything. So that, that was super fun. And I really enjoyed that. Um, and so that started, yeah, I want to say my senior year is when I started getting into all of it. But I didn't like get technically trained in graphic design until my freshman year of college when I started all of that. Oh, cool. I've always wanted to do the bonfire, like, designs. I think they're so cool. And, yeah, I've never done one, but those are it's It's so user-friendly. They're the nicest people. Like, I even had one time where, it like, some of my orders got messed up, and they resent me, like, everything I needed for free. They were super nice and, like, just so easy to use. And it's really cool because, like, you – and I know a lot of companies do that now where you can upload your own artwork, but – I really like them. So I recommend it. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have like a process to come up with your ideas and execute them? I kind of do. So I have a notes app on my phone where I like write everything out that will like if I come up with an idea where I'm like on a walk or like at work or something, I'll just write it down real quick. So there's like a lot of random stuff in my notes app for just like different. I'm sure you get that if you have an idea for something. Oh, to do yeah. Video. yeah. For <laughs> all my podcasts and all my books, I'm like, okay, I have this idea. And so my, yep. my notes app is full of that. So yes. Oh my gosh. Do you ever like read through it and you're like, I don't even know what I was referencing in this one or like. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Or I have quotes because I, so I write fiction books too. And so I'll, thank you. I write, I'll write quotes down that come to mind that I'm like, oh, I should like include this. And I go back and I'm like, I have nowhere for this. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> yep. So yeah, I was like looking through the, my notes this morning, like my art ideas one. And I was like, what, what I, what did I want to do with this? Like, this isn't even English what I wrote down here. Um, 
So yeah, I'll normally write them down and then I'll start sketching out random stuff and different ideas. And then I'll find like different images on the computer and I'll just like kind of put them and create a mood board. And then I just kind of go from there and start developing the ideas over and over and over again until I like really get something I like and then critique it and then keep going until it's like ready for the final product. <laughs> That's so cool. I, yeah, I love the notes app. And <laughs> I use it. Central. <laughs> Um, so your Instagram bio says led by the word, not the world. What are some habits you, uh, stick to, um, to stick to that motto? I think that that's felt like it's felt very hard to, to stick to it lately. Um, because, but at the same time, not because if I'm living by God's word, like I know good things will come to me regardless because like, it's how we're intended to live. And so Part of me is like, if the world hates me, like, I don't care because I'm living by God's word and that's like what I'm supposed to be doing. But I think the main thing is I, I'm trying so hard to stay in the word and like stay intrigued by it. And then lately I've also been trying really hard to cut out like the crap I listen to because I'm really bad. I'm so interested in politics and all of that stuff. I just find it so interesting to listen to. And so I will like be working on my computer for eight hours in play like political stuff all day and listen to it and it's just like that's not healthy for anyone <laughs> and so I've tried to be better about like turning on worship music for like a little bit of that time or like listening to a sermon and different things like that just because like once your mind gets filled with so much garbage like you know what goes in comes out and so I just like it can starts to consume me and so I think that's one of the main ways right now and then another one is like I've also had a really hard time like lately because I've I've just like lost a lot of friends and felt like a lot of sadness and like a little bit of anger just about like a lot of things. And I think one thing is too is like my heart should be breaking for those people that like don't know God. I shouldn't feel like angry towards any of them. And so it's like learning to pray for people where I felt hurt um, and trying to understand that they probably feel like just as hurt by me for things I've done. Um, and like, so trying to have a better understanding of that, but then also like just looking to God for everything and trying to understand how he sees it all and to look at it like that. Yeah, absolutely. I totally get what you're saying. That's a big thing for me is trying to like be understanding of things, but also like standing true to what my beliefs are. Yeah. Um, and then also I do the same thing. I listen to a lot of like political podcasts and stuff like that. And, or uh, my big thing is like some uh, country, like, like almost like rock, I guess, music that doesn't yeah. actually have the best lyrics. I <laughs> should not be listening to all the time, but just learning that like, okay, how can I be in the word? or in the world, but not of it is another big thing. And I think that yeah. kind of correlates with the whole, like led by the word, not the world. Yeah. I'm trying to do good about like, okay, we can do this, but how are we going to do it in a set apart way and stuff? Yeah. Like that. What, what's your favorite like political podcast you're listening to right now? Okay. Well, I, first of all, love Candace Owens. So oh. definitely <laughs> hers. Um, do you know who Alex Clark is? I don't know I feel like if I like looked them up I would know because I listened to so many of them yeah. so she's she's awesome uh hers are a little less political sometimes so she does a she has a she has a thing called um oh, what's it called because she has two she oh politics and she calls it um she calls it what is it um, pop culture without the propaganda and so it's a lot of like pop culture stuff and then she has this spillover where she has guests on to talk about things and so she's had on really great like political people she's had on people who are um like the one I'm listening to was listening to this morning was about like a stay-at-home mom um on one income um that was really that one's really good so like not all of it's political yeah it only deals with like real world issues and some things that are very controversial at times so um I love it though that she's my by far my favorite podcast 
That's so, so cool. Wait, what's her name again? I'll have to write that down. Um, Alex Clark. Okay. I'll have to I, listen to that. I love her so much. I've actually, it's been really cool because I had on, um, I had on a guy that was on her podcast. He came on mine. So that's that was, so cool. Yeah, that was really awesome. Um, and then I wanted to, let me find it. Sorry. I have my iPad in front of me that has all my questions <laughs> on it. Um, but I wanted was, to was the guy you had on, was he a film person? I, I saw somebody I that think, like you posted that was a film person or something. I did have, yeah, someone on for that. That was um his name's Derek. He was awesome. Uh he had made a movie of the last nine years of his life and because he had all of it and it was an amazing movie like it was so good um but the guy that was on hers that was also on mine his name's Harrison Tinsley um his ex-girlfriend is trying to transition their son to be non-binary and their son is well first of all that's just not good in and of right. itself but right. on the fact that the kid is four years old and knows wow. he's a boy and wants to be a boy that just makes it, it even worse so I wonder if I've heard his story before or if it's a different because I've heard so many stories yeah. where that's happening it's interesting because it's almost always the wife the girlfriend like whomever yeah. it may be which is so fascinating that like it's it's normally the woman like I would love to look into that more too like why it's like that yeah it's it was it was kind of crazy um but it was so good to listen to him and like he the thing about him is he never spoke anything bad about her he and he even says that he's like I always lift her up to my son so that he's not looking at her in a light that's um bad and I was like that's amazing because I feel like there are so many people that they um they easily like tear the other person down if they have a different opinion and right. stuff like that. And I'm like, it was so good to hear that he like still lifted her up even when all that stuff was happening. Um, I wanted to say something and I'm trying to find it really quickly. Um, the, uh, the article that, um, the article that Alex Clark did on Chloe Cole and, talked about you um and like what you did with her uh that was written by Alex Clark oh my gosh okay wait what is the company that she did it with turning oh okay I talked to her then okay that's so cool that's all making sense okay she is my favorite I love her so much Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Well, I'll have to listen to those because I think that's so interesting. And I really do think that's so respectable that he's able to like talk so kindly about her to his son, even though they have such a good difference and like what she's doing is so not okay. But like that he's able to like still see so much good in her. Like that's just very respectable. Yeah, I think it's great because he's still he's still fighting for what he believes and he's still like fighting that full custody, but he's not tearing her down in the process yeah yeah um speaking of uh you working with chloe cole which i saw your like photos and they were so good um thank you i just sorry (laughs) my brother's getting ice drink water and it's really (laughs) really fine (laughs) um uh anyway let's just i just would like to talk to you about the project um, and so my first question is, how did you get the photo shoot idea? And can you explain um, just the whole, <laughs> the whole <laughs> idea to um, to anyone who doesn't know kind of um, the thing that happened? Yeah. So as I was kind of saying earlier, like I'm super interested in politics. Um, I've been on both sides of the spectrum. Like I've been liberal. I've been independent. I've been conservative. I would say right now I definitely lean, like I've always said I was an independent, but I definitely have always, or like lean much more conservative um, and would probably just call myself a conservative at this point. Um, And I just spent so long listening to so much different like media things um, and like hearing people speak in Congress 
about like everything going on with transgenderism. And so inevitably I heard Chloe Cole talk and I heard her speak in Congress about everything that had happened. And then I watched a documentary and it was on, I, I don't know if it's Epoch or Epic Times, but I would so recommend watching the documentary. It's essentially, it's about like, this it's it's centered around a couple of different people like a couple of different stories but like this girl basically like becomes transgender and she she never really was though it's kind of showing like they were she was just kind of being convinced about it all she was searching for like purpose and other things and it was so good and chloe was in that documentary speaking a little bit about her story and it was like a documentary movie type thing yeah and so after I watched that, I thought about it and I was like, I look up to this girl so much. I think she's so brave for speaking out about something like this. Like she is someone that I genuinely think is truly brave. And every time I look on social media, it's like, oh, this girl's so stunning and bold and brave. And it's like, she did absolutely nothing. Like she took a photo with her top off or like, it's like, this person is not brave. And so I was like watching it and I was like, this person is actually brave. I like, like, oh, and she was wearing a really cool outfit in it. And I was like, she should be on the cover of Vogue. Like that's someone that deserves to be on the cover of a magazine, but they would never put someone like her on the cover of a magazine because she's speaking something so true and honest and it goes against their whole narrative. And so I started thinking and I was like, well, the only people that would like really share a story like that is a conservative outlet because like it's aligned with what they believe. But, and like, I love so much conservative content, but I think a lot of times they struggle with making it look pretty, except like, I really think Daily Wire is doing an amazing job. I love Daily Wire. I'm sure you do. You said you love kids. They're awesome. Um, and so, yeah, I think they're doing a really, a really amazing job. And like, they've been like a huge part of the conservative movement movement. But I just kind of thought to myself at the time, like, I, I don't feel like conservatives would make this like look cool and like she needs to look cool because she is cool and she like I could tell she was artsy and like had that side to her so anyways I made together a mood board and I came up with like a photo shoot concept idea and so the entire concept of the photo shoot it was called the duality of woman and it was basically talking about how you can express yourself in all these different ways like you can dress more masculine you can dress more feminine but you're still a woman and that's something beautiful. And that's like awesome. Like being a woman is like a really great thing. And so I put together that and there was three concepts to the photo shoot. One was like the masculine concept. One was the feminine. And then one, we just called it the newspaper dress and the idea for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the idea for it was to make a dress out of newspapers and of all of these different detransitioner stories just from all around the world. And so obviously I'm not going to like find newspapers with that. Oh, I, I'll get to that in a minute. So yeah, that was like the concept. And then I put together a mood board for what I wanted it to look like. And I DM'd her on Instagram and was just like, I have a photo shoot concept. I would love to share your story, check your DMs. Like I commented that on her post. And so then she responded and was like, I would love to do it. Um, and so we started setting up like a time and when it would work. And it turned out that she was going to be in Atlanta for a speaking event. And so Savannah, Georgia is like three and a half, four hours away from Atlanta. And so she was like, I, I can do it at this date. And it was like a month or so earlier than I'd been like mentally planning to do it. So I was like, okay, we got to go. I got to get this done because like, I want to share this girl's story. Yeah. And so, um, and it was like a great thing too, because it's my senior year and for graphic design students, we didn't necessarily have like a capstone project. And so I was like, this like embodies everything. Like I stand behind, like I, like I care about politics. I care about art and I want to make a piece that combines it. And so I had a really hard time finding students that were willing to like be a part of the project, which is so understandable because it's just something so controversial in my head. It's not, but like it is. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah. and so I um like basically would make I like made a video of myself talking and I like explained the entire project 
And I would send it to people and I was like, hey, I would love it if you were able to do like the dress design for this. Um, if you wanted to be part of it, I would love it. And if not, that's totally fine. Or if you wanted to be a part of it and like not have your name shared because like you think this is a cool idea, but you're like kind of scared of the repercussions, that's fine too. Just let me know. And most everyone was like, no, like we're not going to. No, but like, good luck, you know, everyone was really nice about it. And so I finally found, I DM'd this one girl on Instagram. I saw that she went to SCAD and I, she was a fibers major, which is like very similar to a fashion major, but they kind of like are more into the textiles and different things. And I saw that she was a Christian because I started DMing people I knew were Christians because I was like, they'll stand behind this. And so she was like, oh my gosh, I would love to do it. She actually, we like both bonded over how we love Candace Owens. And I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> and so she was super into it. Her name is Caroline um, and she's tagged in all the stuff. She's awesome. And she also makes like super cool clothes and everything too. Um, and so I went online and I found like as many stories about detransitioners as I could. And I formatted it all to look like a newspaper and then went and got it all printed on like a newspaper material. And then I gave everything to Caroline and showed her how I wanted the dress to look and everything. We got like the sizes for Chloe and she started putting it all together. And then another girl, I couldn't find anyone that was a, uh, is it, what's the word for the people that do makeup? Is it cause? Um, oh my you know what I'm talking uh, about? Yes. Uh, my, I should know this. Um, Oh my gosh. Is it cosmetology? Is that it's I cosmetology, heard... but I don't know like cosmetologist, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I probably. <laughs> sure. I, well, my cousin's so into that. I should know what it is. <laughs> well, anyway, I I think it's like a fashion and beauty major or beauty and yeah. fragrance or something. I don't know. There's a major though where people do makeup and there's a lot of uh students at SCAD that are like really talented. An esthetician? Is that it? It might be. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I have I I don't know any of the technicals. So um, but yeah, so I couldn't find anyone. So I found a girl that was a painting major because I was like, that makes sense. She can paint, she can probably do makeup. And she could, it turned out. She she was like, I don't like necessarily know how good I am at makeup, but I can figure it out. And I was like, awesome. And so we had a couple days where we they came over to my house and we were putting everything together. She practiced the makeup on me, and which was a little hard because like Chloe's Asian. And so her eyes obviously look different than mine. And so we were trying to figure it out. And I also have like a weird eye shape. And so it like wasn't the same as how it would look on her as it looked yeah. on me. Um, And so we finally like we just like were practicing everything as much as we could. And so then we got it all together. Chloe came and she so she came to my house and uh, we got her ready for like the first part of the photo shoot and oh and for the studio part also so I'm not a photo major and so I found a photo student and I was like are you able to rent out the equipment for us and rent out a studio and like supervise me the whole time in there and help me out and she was like yeah um, I'm not sure if I want my name attached to the project though like, she was kind of like back and forth about it and I was like no problem I appreciate that you're just like willing to help us out with this and so she we met her there and um she was super nice and like helped me with like just all of the like background stuff and the the lighting and different things um and was super helpful and so and yeah Chloe was like the nicest person ever and we were all so excited to meet her because we had heard her story and like we all looked up to her so much we were like this girl's so cool and we get to take photos of her that's <laughs> just really exciting and so and it was just like, it was also really refreshing to be around people that thought the same as me because like, I never really had that at SCAD, which I also loved though, because I learned so much about like people from like different perspectives and different backgrounds. And I loved it. But I will say like, one thing is like, I never really spoke out about my beliefs, but I never cared that anyone didn't agree with me. And so it was like, so interesting that like, I lost all my friends whenever I like finally spoke out about what I believed in. But like I had known like all this time that we disagreed and like that was okay because you can be friends and like not agree. And so I think it was really hard to like see that 
other people were like, no, you do have to agree with me on this one thing for us to be able to be friends, you know? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So we took the, we did the photo shoot. It was a very like long, uh, for me, it was like a long, it was like a six, seven hour, maybe eight. I don't know. It was a long photo shoot. Um, And it went really great. Everybody was a trooper. Like we ordered pizza. It was so fun. It was just a great day. And then we, I spent like two weeks or so editing everything. And I think like the one thing that I was editing, like the masculine concept on one of them where we had the TVs and like different things behind her. And I was editing things onto the screens. And that was like the part that kind of got me in the most trouble, I feel like, because my main thing I edited for one of them was trans women are men. And that's what like really made everyone really mad. And like, don't get me wrong. I understand why it made people mad because I think a lot of people take their sexuality. I I don't really even know where transgenderism lies on all that, but they make it, they make it like their identity and who they are. And so to those people, I was attacking their identity and who they are. And like, I, I get why they're hurt, you know, like I, but that was never my intention ever to like hurt anyone. It was never intended to be hateful. I, proofread everything like a million times and sent it to like all these different people I knew that were believers before I posted it and was like is this okay like can I do this like is this okay (laughs) and so um I eventually was like yeah like this is something so important that needs to be talked about nothing I'm saying on here is wrong or a lie it is just it goes against the narrative you know yes absolutely yeah so I posted it and like honestly at first the comments weren't very bad I actually like had support from like some of my friends that disagreed with me like on the subject they text me were like I really love this this is really amazing I'm so proud of you like I can see how much hard work you've put into it and then like just like at some point a couple hours in there was like a switch and everybody was like flipping out and so mad and like all my friends unfollowed me they were texting me and they were like this is actually really transphobic like this is not okay and like I I was confused by the switch in some people because originally some people were like this is really amazing I'm really proud of you like I love what you've done and then like we're switching and we're like this is like so intolerant and so like and I was like what because <laughs> like it was just like such a switch <laughs> and so but I knew it was like gonna be a backlash like people were gonna be angry you know um and so I the it just got like so bad I started getting like death threats and people were flipping out like the death threats were insane there was over like 200 students trying to get me expelled I believe they were also trying to get the other girls that were on the project expelled and um it it was just like people were flipping out and then like my friends were calling me being like they like we're calling like if you know like I think you need to take this down you need to make an apology like I think that's the only way that like we can still be friends you know and different things and I just I just said you know like I I really wish that you didn't see it that way because like I'm not sorry about it so I'm not going to apologize about it um I I love every single person that was my friend like so much and like it genuinely breaks my heart because like those are people I would have had in my wedding. Like I loved them my whole heart. Um, and so it's, it's like really, really hard to see that like we're not friends anymore because of a political belief. Um, especially like knowing that I had known what they believe and that we disagree adamantly, but like, that's okay. Like I love you for you, not for your political beliefs, you know? Yeah. And so it just got really bad. And I eventually like, I had to move out of Savannah, my boyfriend's family, who's just the nicest, kindest people I've ever met. They drove eight hours to Savannah and like they helped me move everything out and just like got all my stuff. They were so nice and kind about it. Um, And so we got everything moved out eventually. And I ended up coming back home like, well, sorry, I got that mixed up a little bit. I came back home like after like four or five days of posting it or something like it was because it was so bad like the people were leaking my address and it was just crazy and so yeah and it was just like it was insane and so um I uh came home and then we eventually like they drove down there with me and we moved everything out um and so crazy that's kind of sorry I know that's a really long story that's kind of a synopsis yeah I love it I read Alex 
Alex's uh, article about everything. And I was reading about the backlash and the cyberbullying. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that, it just, it's really frustrating to see, especially like when, as you were saying, people like to, to a lot of people like us we're like oh if you have a different opinion it's not that big of a deal like we can be friends I personally am someone who I mean enjoying politics to me is enjoying listening to both sides doesn't mean I agree with both sides um but to hear them and to hear people's stories and why they think what they think to me is really cool and it is really hurtful when people um, that you thought are your friends or just people that you know or even strangers are like well no you have to think the way that I think and this is how it is and that's just how it has to be it is so difficult and so to hear that I was just I was heartbroken for you that you guys went through that um, but if you would you be would you be interested in explaining a little bit more about that stuff um because it kind of got you off. <laughs> You're good. Um, so yeah, with the the cyberbullying stuff was like that was really really hard because um, I I used to do TikTok like a long time ago, and um, so like a lot of people that follow me on Instagram, I think were from TikTok. And when I'd made, I like stopped posting on there just because like it's a horrific app. Um, <laughs> and I really think it like destroys our brains. But that's a story for another day. Um, and so I stopped posting on there. But I had posted like I'd made a lot of content about mental health. Like that, that was my like niche thing I'd done. And it was also about like fashion and like going to art school and stuff. So it's kind of like all of that combined into one. And so like a lot of, and I was definitely more liberal at the time I would make tiktok and or make tiktok videos and so like a lot of people were commenting like i just can't believe how like intolerant you are after seeing like all of your tiktok videos about how christians should be more loving and accepting or or how you would post about like how you understood mental health like how could you say that after like posting something like this and like that hurt really bad to see because like i would never want to hurt anyone like i I wanted so badly to be able to help people when I had done TikTok and I like wanted, I was, my hope was that like with sharing my story of all of my mental health stuff was that, and like ways that people can cope and all the things I learned that it would help other people. And like, I would never, ever want to make somebody's mental health worse, like ever. That's just horrible. And so, um, that was really hard. And then it was also really hard because people it was funny because people were like flaming my photography and like flaming how bad it was which is like fine I don't care (laughs) I honestly was reading it was like some of these are really funny like these people are getting really creative (laughs) um like I think it's good to be able to have humor about it too because some people like oh and there's like a account called scad yik yak and they were like it's like a meme account for scad students oh and liberty too yeah, they're so yeah, funny. Like it's a good Liberty account. Biberty. Yeah. What is it? Ours was Liberty Biberty. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. So ours was like it was like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. and they were like making memes about the photo shoot because everybody was like mad about it, or whatever. Which is like, I was like kind of laughing about it. I was like, how did I become like a meme or at school yeah. for like whatever? <laughs> so, um. <laughs> I think that one of the hardest parts was like I held like my friends so near and dear to my heart and like none of only one friend ever like checked in on me and was like um I just want to make sure you're doing okay um and the rest of them like knowing that like all that was happening like completely just cut me off and were like it's done because like everything like they most of them kind of gave like a spiel like hey for this reason we cannot be friends anymore it kind of makes me think of like have you seen I think it's on x factor where they're like and for that reason I'm out (laughs) it like reminded me of that where they're like since you're transphobic I'm out (laughs) I'm like all right um and like I'm not I I also would like to say like when I was at scad lacoste so many of my friends there were trans um at least identified as trans they had not had those surgeries most of them were on cross-sex hormones um 
And they're like, I look at those people no different. I have loved all of my friends that were LGBTQ so much. A lot of those people are so creative. Um, they always have such cool stories. Like I, I, I have like, I, I loved all my friends. Like I had no problem that we disagreed on those things. Um, and I, I just like, it, it literally, it just breaks my heart because I love them so much and it's been so hard because it's my senior year and I wanted to spend it with them. Yeah. And like I had to come back home and like not be with any of my friends. And it also felt like nobody cared. Like everybody was like that. I thought like we had been like so tight and like so good. And then like, it turns out it wasn't real. Like I thought it was real, but if it was real, we would still be friends right now, you know? Absolutely. I experienced similar stuff, not to, not definitely not to the extent that you did, but in high school, when I started to be a little bit more um, open about my, um, about my like pro-life beliefs and everything, um, cause that, that was the, I think that was the only like belief that I always stuck to. Like, yeah, throughout everything I had a lot of like beliefs that were kind of floundering of like between, yeah. um, different sides but my one thing was like I was pro-life and that was I was sticking to that and I had I had people me and one other girl her and I we're not really friends anymore but we were really close and we got completely left out by our friend group for homecoming plans they said they kind of had like a thing going around like don't invite them because they're pro-life and all this stuff luckily we had I think if it had just been me, because I wasn't super close with that friend group, I was just close with her, and that's why I hung out with them kind of a thing. Yeah. So I think if it weren't for her, this wouldn't have happened, but there were a few girls that were like, yeah, no, we're gonna, like, we're gonna do something else, Um, but it was just, like, it was so hard to just be like, okay, but we've, like, established this, like, base, and, like, we yeah. have lunch every day and then you're just gonna go and make sure that you have plans aside from us and stuff and so I think to end to people who like are experiencing that to any extent whether it's like you know homecoming plans or you know completely dropping you or and you know like you said you ended up moving home and just like all this stuff because of it like no matter where you are on that spectrum of um stuff it's it's really difficult and to anyone who is going through that do you have any like piece of pieces of advice on how to deal with that yeah and I'm also I'm so sorry because like I know that sucks so much too and I think it's I honestly think it's even worse in high school because like you're so you're with those people every day for like eight hours a day and so like I can imagine like you know like you you have this this base set of friends and everything and like you want to go do something with them and then just like realizing such like a minuscule thing like that's not who you are like like of course being pro-life is like such an important thing you believe but it's not who you are you know and like that's okay if they disagree like you can still be friends outside of it you know yeah so I'm sorry because like I know that that would suck too um and then I'm sorry it was was it advice for like people I feel like if something like that's happening to you yeah mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that I like always loved being alone. Like I loved spending time alone. Like I've always been like, oh, I don't even like people. And like, this has made me realize like, <laughs> I actually do like people. And like, <laughs> and like, I've always been like, oh, like I don't, I literally don't like people. I want to do everything alone. But like, no, I did love people. And like, it's shown by like how heartbroken I've been by losing all my friends. And I think that like, what I've learned is like, first of all, is now it's like a rapid acceptance is like a huge thing I learned when I like went through a lot of therapy and stuff was that like it's not like you have to be okay with it immediately but being like okay this happened where do we go from here like everything that happened at SCAD it happened this is where I'm at now I can't go back where do I go from here and so I think like trying to learn rapid acceptance with it all and then being like okay well this is where I'm at well, why don't you go ask girls that do like you to go get coffee? Or why don't you spend like more time doing things you care about now? Like you don't have as much time to hang out with friends. That's okay. You can do all these other things. So like I got, I got another job like hostessing. I spent a lot of time like on my 
um, I'm doing photography for a company and like really working on that with them and like diving into the things where people do want me there and they do care about me. And also remembering that like, I think one thing I've had to learn is like, I, I really don't log on to Instagram very much anymore. Um, I only talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do you mean about that? Um, and And yeah, it's only on here. I do not, I don't have it on my phone anymore. Cause I'm like, I, I need to just stay. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's it, that's so smart though, to like only have it on one device or something and it not be your phone because then you just like, it's like muscle memory. You just go on onto it. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I think one thing I've learned too is like at first I was able to laugh at the comments where people were like, you're like, some of them were like, sit down, cis white woman. And like, I was laughing at those because I was like, you're saying I can't talk because I'm white and a girl like <laughs> talking about. Um, and so at first I was like, it's kind of funny, but then it really got to my head. The ones where it was like violent death threats or like people being like, you're so, so wrong. You're lying. You're spreading hate. Like those ones got to me because like I want to be a loving person so badly and like I've really strived to try to be that way and I think like when I read those what I what I picked up on the most is that like I just have to like believe what God says about me like what those people say about me isn't true none of those people know me they don't know my heart they don't know my personality and they don't know the things I care about and they can call me a transphobic pig. That's fine. I'm not a transphobic pig. And I know that because I know what God says about me. Yes. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, I wait. Also, wait, this is really random. Do you listen to Ali Beth Stuckey? Yes. Okay. Yes. I feel like, I was going to say, I feel like you'd be like, because I, I listen to her a lot lately yeah. too. Um, yeah. She's yeah. so, she, I was going to say yes, because she's so pro-life too. And she has like so much interesting stuff on all of that. Um, so yeah, it just made me think of that. You were reminding me of her. <laughs> Um, and I really I will take that compliment any day (laughs) um but yeah just remembering that like that and then if you're not a Christian and you're going through something like that like that's fine too and I think it's remembering like these people don't know you they don't know your heart um or if it's something where it's like you're getting completely excluded by all your friends like I think everyone in high school like that's happened in some form where it's like your friends like you lose your friends and it's like I I think most people would realize after the fact that you're much better off even though it hurt so bad because like in some form or fashion you're going to grow from it and you're going to learn from it and you're going to be more okay doing things independently even though like it hurts really bad yeah absolutely um Oh, I kind of asked that question. <laughs> I always go through them and I'm like, I pretty much already asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanted to touch on your graphic design for addressing transgenderism within the scope of adolescence because it was really good. I saw your post about that and I was like, obviously it's it's a little graphic, but like that that's how it is. And you I feel like you really portrayed that well in like showing that it it's it's graphic but also like just sharing the truth about it and it still looked really cool because like the graphic design was great um and so do you just want to tell us a little bit about that um yeah first of all thank you so much that's so sweet um and yeah I think that my goal with that piece was I took like okay so like the hate comments from the chloe cole story a lot of the the things were like this isn't based in science this isn't based whatever all of that stuff and so i was like i'm gonna take the hate and use it as a critique and which that was another thing too like i used like all of the hate comments as critique on my work i was like oh wait that's a really good point like the lighting looked busted in this photo like i should probably fix that and so like it was actually really helpful and so you're like um, actually you helped me out a little bit yeah i was like that's a really good point i'll i'll go edit that out (laughs) um so i um for that piece i was trying to focus more on because like a big part of the thing with chloe's story too was like she was a child when all of that happened and that's not okay adults like do what you want. Like you can transition, transition, whatever you're, you're still your biological sex, whatever, but you're an adult do as you please. But it's like for kids, don't touch the kids. Like they're so pure and innocent and perfect. And like, don't like, 
just like don't mess with children like stop bringing your political beliefs to children and so I wanted to make that whole piece focusing only on like science and like what it was and it's like what they're doing is so grotesque and it's so disgusting and not okay what is happening to children and like when just the more I think about stories like Chloe's and just all of the other ones I've heard of people that were like transitioned at a young age and then detransitioned later on and just like the heartbreak and there's there was um an interview Candace owns it I'm sure you've, you've heard it um it was with someone that her name is uh I think it's Brianna Ivy or or something like that I know. did you listen to that yeah Okay. Yeah. So she basically though, like it, or I, I think it was a, a biological boy and he had like gone through the transition process and basically like, just like his genitals were destroyed. And so like different things like that, where it's just really heartbreaking. And so with that piece, I wanted to focus only on science. And so I can't remember the source I used, but everybody was flaming me for the source too. Um, you can look at, it's on my Instagram, the source. I don't remember what it was. Um, but everyone was like, this is a conservative MAGA outlet. And I was like, all right. <laughs> it's just like, I it's can't. always that way. It's like you back it up with science or whatever. And then, oh no, it's not reliable. And it's like, but it is. And right. you're just going to claim that. It's like half the time, it's also like from sometimes from like liberal outlets too and you write right. and they're like actually that's not reliable and I'm like that that's is one you quoted the other day it's it's literally absurd because like and at this point like I I never deleted a single hate comment I never blocked a single person like let it be out out there that you believe that it is okay for children to get mutilated if you want to comment that on my Instagram and you're proud of it go for it let your employer <laughs> see that one day like, right and so um yeah and so oh and people were also mad because I like I posted a photo of myself before the trends yeah. like before the posters because I was like I don't want someone that doesn't want to see this to open up Instagram and then like look at it and be like oh god I didn't want to open my Instagram and see that and so I was like I'm just like soften the blow and like I put it in the caption and like scrolled and people were mad that like I didn't like start out with that those it was very odd it was very odd <laughs> yeah. I was like personally I mean I liked that you had the photo in front of it because I mean you even said like it was going to be a little bit graphic too I mean sure. you're right and so I feel like people are always like put a trigger warning put a trigger warning before you put these things on there okay I did and now you're getting mad <laughs> that I did like what it's great I like and like obviously it's one of those things where it's like obviously if you're conservative you just can't please the media like you could do anything and if you're conservative they're gonna be like she's a bigot like sit down like you know <laughs> so yeah with that one though my main thing was like I just wanted to focus on how damaging it had been to like children and I wanted to focus it only on transgenderism within the scope of adolescence and nothing else and so that resource that I had used had a lot of information on it and I actually didn't know that they were like a con like conservative. Like I just genuinely thought it was like a good scientific source. And then I looked into it a little more before I posted it and then realized that they were like a conservative. I don't care if you're conservative or liberal. Like the point was, is that they'd done research on the matter. And that was what was important to me. Um, and so, yeah, that was kind of the, the goal of that one, though, was just to, like, focus only on one thing. Because I think a lot of people with Chloe's story, too, were, like, you tried to address too many topics at once. Like, you addressed, like, women in sports and, like, uh, pronouns and her story. And you're also sharing somebody's story that's not your own, which is interesting because it's, like, yeah, that's art. That's what you do with art. You share yeah. someone's story. I was Sorry. actually going to say that that was, like, something that I loved about it because that's, I mean, my goal with the podcast is mm -hmm. to share people's stories. And so, to me, I love it when I see how people are helping share other people's stories, how they're sharing their own stories. And so, I was like, I think it's awesome that you're wanting to share her story. And yeah. so, that was a compliment for me, not, like, <laughs> I don't understand how that can be, like, a, a like, a hate comment like oh yeah someone else's story oh no sorry that I'm trying to spread her <laughs> sorry care about other people I'll try to do better right. <laughs> and it's, it's I realize that too a lot now too is like 
anytime, like, you know, like sometimes like in our generation, you're like talking, you meet someone and they're like, oh, what's your Instagram? Now I'm like terrified to be like, oh. And so I'll be like, oh, like, I just want to like preface, like, I don't care what you believe. Like you can believe whatever you want. We can still be friends. Like, like I have to preface it now because I'm like, but I think the cool thing about what happened with Chloe is like now I have, I can post whatever I want. I can make artwork about anything I want because they're going to hate it no matter what. And so I already know that. And so now I'm like, I have grounds to make artwork about things I actually care about. Because in the past, I was scared to make like artwork that was on more of my side of beliefs because like, you know, people like, I don't know, they're, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I I think it's awesome that you're doing it through art because I feel like, I mean, you were, you kind of mentioned it earlier that it is, I feel like that is a space that is dominated by like liberal leaning people and so yeah the fact that you're able to share your uh, more conservative opinions um through your art is absolutely amazing and I think that's so cool because that's I mean to an extent kind of what I'm trying to do with my books because I do I feel like in that space it's also pretty um pretty left-leaning and especially in the books I'm reading like I'm like oh this is very there's a lot of stuff in here that I don't agree with (laughs) so it's I love seeing people that do that because it's also something I'm trying to do and so to see that I'm not alone in that is awesome and so I think for other people who are also more more conservative leaning more right-leaning to see like oh this girl is doing art um that doesn't have this like all this liberal undertones and I can do that too that's what I want to do and so like for them to be able to now be like okay I'm going to um lean more into my beliefs and I'm going Mm -hmm. to share my art and I don't have to be afraid to do that so I think that that's really awesome that you're doing that thank you so much and I I I think it's so cool like I was looking through your Instagram like all the different people you've interviewed and stuff and like I think it's so cool like you're creating a platform where you're sharing other people's stories and like you're it's still simultaneously sharing your own beliefs and like having good conversation with people and like I don't know if you've had people that you disagree with and different things like but that's so cool that you're getting all these different people from different walks of life and like starting your own thing like it's amazing thank you I've had I think most people I share most opinions with right now I had one girl I really wanted to have on and Mm -hmm. she decided not to come on because of my pro-life beliefs okay but she it was I understood her stuff she was very respectful about it like yeah um she just said that because she's a newer um she's a newer musician that she didn't she was like I just think it's best not to get involved in anything controversial and I was like totally understand yeah um and then one girl that I there's a few people I've have like I reach out to that I don't necessarily have the same opinions on like beliefs as but like my goal is like if I'm posting on my social media it can be whatever I want it to look like but when it comes to the podcast I'll share my own opinions and everything like on there and with like different like depending on the episode but like Mm -hmm. if I'm having someone on I'm gonna do it for their story not for what I have to say and so even if I don't agree with them or whatever, I want them to just have a platform where they can share. And so I'm going to let them talk. And like, yeah, it's nice. Cause like, then there's conversations like this where I get to like, we can talk about those things because we do have similar opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we can, I can talk a little more on that, but like, I have some people I do plan to have on that I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to interject as much because I want them to just share their story. And I'm not sure that I'm necessarily going to most of I'm not sure that my input is going to um help their story in yeah sharing if that makes sense yeah no that makes complete sense oh. I okay. feel like there's definitely that balance of finding like okay uh we do share opinions so I can share a little bit and talk with you and we can talk about that and then there's some people like hey I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna say anything because I just want you to share your story yeah yeah um are you working on any projects right now yes I um okay well I'm in school right now um so I have like a couple different projects like right now as of like personal projects I don't have anything personal that I'm doing but from the Chloe Cole project I got a job 
doing photography for um like an upcoming brand and so they launch um in like two months I think so that'll be really exciting and like yeah it's been so fun and like so cool because like I feel like they've really taken me under their wing and like I was terrified that I wouldn't get a job ever because like everyone was commenting like good luck getting a job like no one you know (laughs) and so I was like oh god I'm not getting a job and so I was just like so excited that somebody from like a project like that wanted to work with me and so I also hope that that gives hope to other people that like you still can get hired if you don't like if you go against the grain like it's okay you know and like there are people that that like don't agree with like what the general media is saying and so I'm working on that and I'm so so excited about that and like it's my first like real big girl job in like the art world like I've had an internship but it's like it's different so absolutely um, yeah so I'm so excited about that um and so yeah that's gonna be really fun and then school it's just like random school projects and like like designing like firm brand identities for graphic design and like it's like not very interesting (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome I'm so excited for you thank you so Uh, much yeah is there anything that we can be praying for you about yes uh I just really appreciate it like after like everything I think one thing I'm trying to work on is like having like I think I was talking about this earlier but having your heart break for people instead of being like angry with people Mm -hmm. and just trying to have an understanding of okay well this is where they're coming from and this is why they think this and that's okay and this is where you're coming from and this is why you think this and that's okay and I'm trying to do better with that and just like being like more understanding of everything going on in this world um while still leaving like leading a very biblical life mm-hmm. so I think that mainly mainly that (laughs) yeah absolutely well thank you so much for coming on the podcast it was so nice talking to you you're such an amazing girl and like you just have such a like on a livelihood about you that's so good I love it um you should come up to Washington sometime to I visit I would love that I told my boyfriend that like we want to go I want to go up and like see everything from where his family is and so if I'm ever there I will let you know because <laughs> it's so it's fun and I think you would have a good time I would love that and thank you so much for like listening to my story and having me on I really appreciate that and I've had such a good time <laughs> of course I'm so glad you did well thank you so much and I hope you have a great rest of your day thank you so much you too it's so nice to meet you Lizzie you too Thank you guys so, so much for listening to this week's episode. Um, Unfortunately, I did not, was unable to make this into a video version. I've been trying to figure out how in the world I am (laughs) going to make that work sometimes because I don't know why it doesn't like me lately. Uh, Half the time it works, half the time it doesn't. But I will be sharing some clips on the Instagram and on the TikTok, so make sure to go follow those. Um, Also follow or just... Keep in mind our link tree as well, which you can find in my bio on Instagram. Um, but yeah, uh, also go follow Mags. Uh, go follow just all her cool graphic design stuff she's going to be sharing in the future. And check out uh, her article with Alex Clark. Check out her project with Chloe Cole. All those are just so cool. And definitely go give her some support because... She is standing strong in some really crazy times and, you know, that's just what we need to do is stay strong even when um, the hate comes and, you know, it's hard, but we uh, Megs has set such a good example that we can follow. So uh, definitely go follow her, follow our Instagram, our TikTok, our YouTube channel, which hopefully should have more of the episodes up there as long as I can get them to work. I promise I'm working on that. But definitely go follow uh, follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope you'd enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed talking to Megs. She has such an amazing story, and I was so blessed to get to talk to her. Thank you guys again. I hope you guys have a great week. I'll see you guys for next week's episode, and God bless.